Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. There's plenty of rugby to talk about, including the sevens in the weekend and the performance of our Black Ferns, which was full of class, it was full of power, and it was full of smiles on faces, not just from all those that follow the girls, but from the, the girls themselves over in, over in Tokyo. Their performance was, well, it was right out of the top draw, just in terms of skill levels, but also in the way that they were able to play with the smiles on their faces and the joy of life. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome to our show Dr. Farah Palmer. She's a legend of the sport and also is the Deputy Chair of New Zealand Rugby and she joins us now. Good morning Farah. Good morning. Good morning. I'm kind of struggling with this lack of sleep with this Olympics on but good morning nonetheless. <laughs> yeah well, it must be, you must have stayed up and celebrated on Saturday night as well after what the girls were able to achieve. Oh yeah probably. I'm a bit of a um, an emotional person, so I probably was loving watching them after the game and seeing their smiles and their tears and you know, thinking about their families and how much they've sacrificed to get there. So, yeah, it was a cool moment um, and really wonderful for them to be able to deliver that gold because I know they've been aiming for that for a few years now. Farah, I, I was listening. Well, I, I did a bit of research and, and heard co-captain Sarah Hirani just... Um, she said something in the weekend which just made me really sort of stand up and, and take notice as well. I'm just going to read it to you now if I can and just get your reaction to it. said, yeah, we've got titles and we've won things, but I want our group to be good people and show the world that you can be good, genuine pe- people and still have success. Our program allowed that. That must make you feel pretty proud. Yeah, I mean, Sarah is a great leader. You know, she does lead on and off the field and uh, what you see is what you get with her and the rest of the team. They do, they're a really close-knit team um, and they know that they not only have to perform as athletes but as uh, role models models and ambassadors. They've got that bigger sense of this is bigger than just us and that comes through in all the team. Where does that come from? Fudder, because that's you're so right, and you get that it oozes it the way they conduct themselves and the way that they just I guess the smiles they wear on their face. Where does that kind of um, worldliness and, and just loveliness where does that come from? Do you think? 
worldliness and loveliness um those are two really cool words um i don't know i think when you when you don't have these opportunities and then they come to you know like the the women's program and sevens didn't go professional until uh you know recently so they really appreciate that opportunity to focus completely on rugby and I think they always think about um, those that have gone before them, like women and girls who have wanted to play sport, any sport, but also rugby, which has tended to be male-dominated and, and associated with masculinity. To be able to play a game like that on the world stage, they're just really grateful. And I think that's what you see on their faces, the joy, the joy of the experience and just knowing that they're there and hopefully inspiring the next generation. I couldn't agree more. It's exactly what you see, and that's what I mean. It really does come across even through the screen. So to that point then, as an advertisement and, and the impact that this will have, what what can that impact be? Yeah, well, we've got about 31,000 females, that's um, girls and women, playing rugby. That was back in 2019. We won't kind of count 2020. That was a challenging year for everybody. But usually what we see after things like the Rugby World Cup and things like the Olympics, we see a surge in numbers going up. And I think there'll be lots of girls out there and lots of women who maybe have played touch or tinkered around with it a little bit who might think, actually, I can see myself doing this and, and having, A, a great time and, B, the opportunity to go to the Olympics in the future. It, it, and that's kind of what you want. You, you can't really you can't really ask for too much more. So from NZR's point of view, and I know there's lots of practices and programs in place, is there any way you can specifically capitalise on that? Yeah, we have um, we have things like the Go for Gold, and we do actually encourage people to give it a go. So we, of all ages, so come and have a go. And then, of course, we've got the 15s, which is a great way to get started. Sarah had only started at playing 15s at Fielding High School. So we've got all these opportunities to, to just give the oval ball a, a go and um, we've got lots of development officers, we've got lots of people out there just trying to provide those opportunities and, and I would encourage anyone who's, who's ever thought about it just to go out there and say, hey, I'd like to go to your club, go to your provincial union, say, hey, I'd like to give this game a go and can you please point me in the right direction? Tara, I found it quite, um, quite awesome what you were saying before just about how they want to how the girls want to inspire the next generation in, in, in the cricket world and the black cap setup we talked a lot about um, that we're just passing through and we're custodians of of the jersey or of, of the black cap and we want to leave it in a better place than we've than we found it and you could undoubtedly say that these girls have done that so that's a remarkable achievement and inspires next generation I guess the next step is um, well we had Kendra Coxhedge on the show um, a couple of weeks ago and she was pretty honest about the work that was still to be done to promote and also grow the women's game um, and particularly yeah. at NPC level. Do you think things like this achievement and some of the other things that they're able to tick off is starting to build a bit of momentum with that though? Definitely. It creates um, the desire to play and it creates the, the energy for people to come in and want to play but if we don't have the structures and the systems and the competitions in place then, you know, we, we also risk losing all those people who, who are suddenly super enthusiastic about giving the sport a go. So we've got to make sure that we, as the New Zealand Rugby Board, and all of our structures in terms of our provincial unions, our super rugby clubs, that we try and make it a welcoming environment for girls and women and say, hey, look, come along, we really welcome you. You, you can be yourself and you can come and play this game and you can, you can have a great time with your mates and you can also aspire to a higher achievement. 
So it's up to us as the pushies, if you want to call us that, <laughs> and those people who are coaching, and it's up to us to try and create that environment for them. Fishheads, Aaron Daring. That's last year. It was a it was a tough year for the fishheads and for everyone, really, as you pointed out. And even this year, there's a lot of uncertainty with the rugby championship and the Bledisloe at the the men's elite level. Moving forward, is there any way you can safeguard the women's game for those tough years? Because unfortunately, that's kind of well, that's where a lot of the um, well, that's where you lose a lot of it, isn't it? Out of the women's side of the game, is there any way to make sure that doesn't happen, or is it just a case by case and trying to, as you've talked about, implement and grow and grow and grow, and eventually the women's game won't be the one that has to suffer in those tough tough years? Yeah, and it is it is about creating revenue, isn't it? Because we do need to provide opportunities, and we need revenue for that. So we're we're doing our best to try and ensure that we um, we have that with the All Blacks and all those games that are going on. But I think also the New Zealand government's really supportive of women's sport at the moment, and we've got three major World Cups coming up for women in the next two years. So it's going to be a great opportunity for us to create that. Uh, interest not only from people who buy tickets but also from sponsors and I just think in this day and age you can't get away with just saying oh we're going to cut the women's program because we just don't have the funds I just don't think people will um, tolerate that anymore so as an organisation we've just got to make sure that we we prioritise what we're doing in both the male and the female part of the game. Yeah, no, and that's and that's completely fair enough. I think that's an awesome place to leave it. And it's just so great that we have moments like Saturday night that we can really use and leverage and talk to people like yourself who have been such great ambassadors from the game, both in your playing days and now with your role at NZR. So thank you so much for joining the show, Farah. It's, um, it's really cool to catch up. No, no, no problems. It was such a great moment. I'm happy to share it. Absolutely it was. There you go, Baz. And that is coming from a true legend of the sport and doing such a good job as being a fishhead. Farah Palmer talks about it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And she just speaks so well. And you can see why she is in the position as a fishhead on NZ Rugby as well because, you know, she's just got such great clarity about how this game needs to be driven forward and, and the opportunities that things like the weekend are able to... Um, able to serve up for the women's game. And I totally agree. We need to find a way to ensure that we continue to grow it and develop it and provide opportunity for all the, the females out there who want to be involved in, in rugby, or not just rugby, in all sports as well. Because the more females that we get playing sports, the more engagement we get across the entire demographic. So fantastic, and we're so lucky to, to be able to speak to Farah Palmer this morning. Double eight double three oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven on the Kennard's Hire phone line. Watching that on Saturday night, as so many people would have with their families and, and no doubt young girls as well as boys, does that inspire your kids or is that something that actually you can see inspiring the next generation? The, the I said worldliness, which is a, it's kind of what I felt, though, about them. They're just so endearing, those players. They, they really were putting themselves there and they looked so happy to be there. Watching that, did it make you think, well, oh, maybe I should get off the couch or, or maybe, you know, that's something my daughter would love to do. I'd be very curious at what real-life effect it has. And remember, when you do text double eight double three bears at any stage, you go on the draw to win a temper bed for the text of the month and a temper pillow for the text of the week, which, as you would know, you've been getting some uh, very, very nice inclined, inclinated sleeps, I hear. That's maybe why I didn't feel the earthquake in Tokoroa last night. <laughs> <Maybe> perhaps. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was in the zero gravity position. Bed. Make sure that if you're from the Matter Matter region, you put somewhere else. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you and Jeff Bezos in your, that's right, in your, in your space rocket bed, which is fair, fair enough. The, the sport of it, um, you watched it, it was brutal. The, the, the women's sevens, the Blackfern sevens, the semi-final, I mean, the exhaustion on their face, Portia Woodman running down to, to save that try in the dying stages, and then even the French game, just the effort they were pouring in, it was pretty intense sport, wasn't it? Well, that sport in general is intense, and I mean, it's, you've got to be super fit to be, to be playing that game, let alone the ability to, to be able to rest and recover and then get up and go again. And then you haven't even we haven't even talked about the contact zone either. You know, that's, you've got not only fitness levels from a um, cardiovascular point of view, but also the ability to take the impact time and time again. So yeah, it was pretty awesome to watch. I watched it on the couch at home and had a few friends around, and we all sort of stopped what we were doing and, and sat there for the 25 minutes or so um, before, during, and and after and really just soaked it up and just couldn't be proud of, you know. It was just one of those really cool moments to be a Kiwi, to, to watch how much it meant to, to all of the Black Ferns players and, and especially on the back of the, the gold now, which had been um, on the Friday. So, yeah, really cool moment. And now the challenge goes out to New Zealand rugby to continue to drive that sport forward and to ensure that, that they're able to capitalise on, on the opportunity that this, this kind of success brings. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.